Jesus lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, hungry, mourning. Jesus was describing them, wasn't he? He spoke to them, but he was also speaking about them. At a practical and a theological level, he was describing his followers, but from a very different vantage point than that of the world. Jesus was helping them and us to see things in light of God's values, which seem on the surface to be contradictory. Blessed are you who are weeping or mourning. Happy mourning. Seems strange. Two conditions, apparently at odds with one another, certainly in tension with one another, are being held together by Jesus to reveal something about God and about Jesus and about us, about his followers. Pope Benedict XVI wrote that the Beatitudes are promises resplendent with the new image of the world and of mankind inaugurated by Jesus, his transformational values. They're promises of the next world, and when man begins to see and live from God's perspective, when he is a companion on Jesus' way, then he lives by new standards, and something of the reality to come is already present. Jesus brings joy into the midst of affliction. It's like when St. Paul described himself and his co-workers as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich as caring about both the death and the resurrection of Jesus. It's like there's an acute experience of pain for a disciple who lives in this fallen world while clinging to what is true, an experience which is permeated by this mysterious joy of the world to come. And the more authentic the companion of Jesus you become, the more this joy enters into your life and into the world, just like Mother Teresa. Pope Benedict drew upon the scene of the crucifixion to illustrate this for the beatitude, blessed are you who mourn, weep, for you will be comforted, you will laugh. Now, do you remember which disciples were around the cross at the end? Of course, Mary, right, his mother, her sister, Mary Cleopas, Mary Magdalene, and John, there at the end. He said, we encounter here the small band of people who remain true in a world full of cruelty and cynicism, or else with fearful conformity. Sound familiar? They cannot prevent the disaster, but by suffering with the one condemned, they place themselves on his side. And by their loving with him, they are on the side of God who is love. At the foot of, of Jesus' cross, we understand better than anywhere else what it means to say, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Those who do not harden their hearts to the pain and need of others, who do not give evil entry to their souls, but suffer under its power and so acknowledge the truth of God, they are the ones who open the windows of the world to let the light in. It is to those who mourn in this sense that great consolation is promised. The morning of which the Lord speaks is nonconformity with evil. It is a way of resisting models of behavior that the individual is pressured to accept because everyone does it. 
The world cannot tolerate this kind of resistance. It demands conformity. It considers this warning to be an accusation directed against the numbing of consciences, and so it is. That is why those who mourn suffer persecution for the sake of righteousness. It's quite relevant, isn't it? Pressure to conform, go along to get along, or face ridicule and rejection. I mean, for me personally, experiences of people suggesting that the bottom line of the church will be affected unless you preach this or don't preach that or don't ask too much of this group or that group come to mind. You will laugh. You will be comforted. Something of that final state breaks into this world, but not absolutely into the last day. But the life of the disciple is characterized by already, but not yet. By living in that place of tension between two worlds through which light and love enter again into time. Christian discipleship, worth its name, is characterized by this tension, which takes on greater specificity through the particular vocation to which God has called us. Which brings us to today. World Marriage Sunday. Christian wives and husbands, you are engaged in a noble and much needed mission. In the midst of a world that understands relationships simply in terms of pleasure and utility, without which they may as well cease to be, you stand in nonconformity. For the gift of oneself requires permanence and fidelity. An irrevocable commitment is needed to provide the time and sense of security for you and your spouse and your kids to become what God has called you to be. You bear in yourselves both that which must die and that which has already been raised to new life. God is at work in your lives. Don't lose heart in the midst of frustrations and challenges. For fallen human beings, it must be that way as you are transformed from light unto light, thus opening the window of the world to God and to what marriage can and should be. Picture yourself at the foot of the cross. Feel the pressure of cruelty, cynicism, and to conform, to get along, to go along with what everyone else is doing. Feel that pressure and feel the pressure, the squeeze of your spouse's hand, reassuring you that you have found what is true and that as your helpmate, they will stand fast with you. And by so doing, you open this world, you open a window so that God's light might shine through. We thank you, bless you, offer this prayer today for you. We praise you, O God. We bless you, creator of all things, who in the beginning made man and woman 
that they might form a communion of life and love. We also give you thanks for graciously blessing the family life of your servants so that it might present an image of Christ's union with the church. Therefore, look with kindness upon them today. And as you have sustained their communion amid joys and struggles, renew their marriage covenant each day, increase their charity, and strengthen in them the bond of peace, so that together with the circle of their children that surrounds them, they may forever enjoy your blessing. Through Christ our Lord. 